You're basically sunflower pie. I know. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Oh my god, that's so cute. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like this, but here I am. I thought it just, it's sunflower 314, right? Oh my yeah. god, that's so cute. Hi friends, this is episode two of Otterbutt, and today our guest of honor is Jocelyn. Hey Jocelyn. Hey. And we are going to be doing exactly what we did in episode one, but hopefully a little bit better. So here goes. Um, So first of all, just to give a brief introduction to my friend, I have known her for three years, I think. And um, so I think the first half year or so of that doesn't really count (laughs) because, no, no, it doesn't count for a reason. And that's because um, everyone around me seemed to just accept Jocelyn as a fact of life. And every time they'd be like, yeah, uh, Jocelyn said this or whatever, or Jocelyn um, did whatever. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I totally know who this person is. And I just kind of went with it because it led to shorter conversations with strangers. Um, But then eventually I was like, hmm, maybe I should figure out who this person is. And that is when I met you. (laughs) Should we tell the real story behind how we met right now, or should we? You you can tell the that. real story. Okay. I thought mine was plenty real, but no, it was <laughs> yours was adorable. But um, she did not go out of her way to find out who I was. I was sitting <laughs> in class one day, and everybody else um, around us at the time, wherever we were, was really free and weird, and so I knew that she like seemed normal. And then one day she was sitting there. And she had a Thor Funko Pop, and <gasps> my favorite Avenger. It was and my birthday. Looked, what? It was your birthday at the yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And so I looked over at her, and I was just like, is that Thor? Literally, game over, best friends. Like, <laughs> that was that's how I want to remember it. So. Oh, but don't you want to um, tell the, the part right after that you told me? where um oh where i texted my now ex at the time and i was like i'm about to make a friend and he was like what are you gonna do and i was like i'll let you know after how it goes and i was like is that Thor?" and he was like no 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 what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> but then but my then, social skills level but then you said that and i was like yeah and then we bonded for like 0.2 seconds yep. and i texted my friend and i was like someone just pointed out my thor funko i found literally a it was game over <laughs> after that um so yeah and then i think we just got crazier and more questionable decision makers yeah yeah but i stand by it yeah they were all good choices in the end, if you think about it. I totally stand by every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you do, but... Um, no, I think I stand by them if I don't think of them, you know? Oh, great, if I yeah. don't think about them too much. I'm like, oh yeah, that was a super smart I mean, it was thing fun. to do. No matter what, it's, it's always <laughs> um, and then That's how we fell in love, and next... Um, well, nothing else after that, right? It was happily ever after. Uh, obviously. Um, <laughs> but then, well, 
we were fine, but then there were external forces kind of acting upon us. Always. And so for the next year of our friendship, we kind of... a bitch-ass human being. (laughs) (laughs) Literally in between us. Physically, like... Um, Stop! Oh my god, what if if the bitch-ass human finds us and... Can you just, like, beep the word out? Anyway, there was a bitch-ass human in between us. (laughs) (laughs) And around us. There was, like, a little nest of minor bitch-ass humans around us. Yes. Um, But then one day, Jocelyn had had enough. And she yelled at them. And <laughs> and then I think they were just scared of her permanently. And they and stayed defended, away from her. I defended my number one bitch from all of them. Because, like, people <laughs> would try to come around us. And I was like, excuse me. Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> Bye-bye. But after that, uh, the oh, last, no, you like. You dramatically. Improve. I like that you say improved, and I look back and I'm like, I think I just got meaner. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, is that not synonymous? I don't. <laughs> okay. Um, but after we suffered through the next year, there was like a two month period right before we graduated, mm-hmm. where I think we just gave up all fucks. Correct. It was a fuck free zone. Yes. And we were living our best lives. There were multiple um, wine nights. Even on practice presentation nights, it was um, with wine. But it helped because, I mean, we Clearly. passed. So. And, and then there was also wine there whenever we passed. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've known each other for three years. And the last time I saw you was uh, December 2019 before I went home for the holidays. Correct. And that was when you came back because you're in Miami now and um, or just outside Miami. And um, you came back to Pittsburgh to see family uh, for a weekend. Got here at like 11 p.m. or something. And I think, oh, yeah, it was a Friday and I was kind of half dead and ready yes. to go to bed. And I was like, am I even going to be able to, like, fake some excitement when she gets here? And then you got here, and I was so hyper. So. Yep. And then. That's exactly how it happened. <laughs> uh, then we did a puzzle. A puzzle. And it was such a good puzzle Thank that <laughs> that we glued it to a fancy uh, sheet of paper. Yep. And now it is up on your wall. In my office. In your office. In my at my job where I'm employed and they allow me to do that which (laughs) sure Uh, before I go on to um, other segments some quick questions about yourself quick questions for you to answer favorite moon phase probably Full moon is always my favorite. You know I always go out for the mm-hmm. full moon and text you and make a big deal out of it. So full moon. You do. Perfect. Every time you do, um, every time there's a full moon, you text me and you're like, go outside and look. And it'll be like 10 p.m. And I'm like, yep. in like just wearing a shirt, no pants, 
holding yep. tea or something and I'm it's like, yeah, that's exactly it's beautiful. how I look too. That's <laughs> but I'm also outside looking at the moon. So just know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm in like Pittsburgh. My neighbors I... love me. <laughs> um but no you tell me and half the time I'm like oh my god yeah it's so pretty and I have not moved an inch but you, you think I don't know that like, <laughs> I met you <laughs> but sometimes if I happen to be outside or something I will glance up it. yeah right <laughs> um but no I tell my mom that all the time too because sometimes she'll tell me when the full moon is and I'm like ha Jocelyn does this every month Mm. <laughs> so cute it was actually a couple of days ago but I didn't even go outside for it so um well my favorite I thought about it and my favorite is when it's just past half so it's like okay. a little like swollen but it's just a weird chunky shape and mm. I like it <laughs> and I was at first I was like I think it's just like the crescent moon you know like just the regular Thick that was crescent. originally my favorite too. But then I was like, "That's too basic. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't commit to that." Oh, one of the questions I had for you was your opinion on puzzles. But um, ten out of ten, <laughs> everybody should do them. Uh, they fix your mental health and your acne. They clear your skin. You feel great afterwards. You feel like you really accomplished something, and it's just a great way to pass the time. Uh huh. And puzzles are also something we will come back to. Uh. During our witch segment. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite Christmas song. Whatever that one is. Wait, wait, is it is it the la 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 or the it's the second one that you did. Whatever uh it's not Song of the Bells, but it's it's, ca- it's, Carol, of it's the, Carol, Carol of the Bells, but that is basically Song, Song of, of the Bells. Bells. So that's what we call it. But if Carol was a name, it could also be like Jocelyn of the Bells. Which is what I choose to call it whenever nobody else is around. <laughs> um, well, that is my fave, so it's good that it's your fave, too. Of course it is. Um, the reason I asked this, of course, is because... Um, I was telling Jocelyn how I have Christmas. It's May right now. And I was telling Jocelyn how, how I have um, multiple strings of Christmas lights up in my bedroom right now at my parents' house. And I've been getting a tiny bit judged for them. And um, I, I was annoyed at something. And I was telling you. And you were like, just start, just go downstairs and start singing Christmas carols. And <laughs> I stand by that. Yeah, I think it would have done the trick. Uh, it would have silenced any complaints against me just because they'd be worried for my sanity, um, which is probably the most effective way of dealing with complaints. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think we tried singing for two seconds over and that. And then we call. realized we should never do that ever again. <laughs> Favorite place to run? Oh, that's really tough. Um, probably the park across from my um, apartment in Miami. But if it weren't that, it'd probably be there was a little route that I used to run going between Shadyside and Oakland whenever I was in Pittsburgh. That was a great route. Um, mm-hmm. But now it's, it's really hard to beat South Florida. So probably the park <laughs> next to my apartment. 
It wouldn't be like along the beach. Running along the beach sounds great, but where I would run along the beach, there's either too many beach goers, so the beach is crowded, or uh-huh. you would try to run on the boardwalk, and there are so many rollerbladers, bikers, and then old people trying to walk that it's just really hard to get a good, like, you'd have to stop yeah. to get out of the ways too many times. That so, makes sense. The park is pretty ideal. Mm-hmm. If I was with you, I feel like it, I could just, I feel like I could just bike along and kind of clear the way for you. That would be amazing. Just wave like a giant flag or something. I would um, run right behind the flag. <laughs> it would be amazing. Um, unfortunately, we are many, many miles apart, and I cannot fix your problems for you this way. Don't remind me. <laughs> and I think that is it for quick questions. Okay, so our next segment is um, an update on how the succulent. How is my most recently acquired plant son? And as you know, he is Hal the fourth because the first three Hal's have died. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, we just pretend it's the same Hal. Um, and he had been doing well. He, I take him outside with me, and so he's been getting some fresh air, making eyes at the plum trees in the backyard. Um, flirting with our fucking curry plant tree. Um, and then, uh, what happened today was not so good. <coughs> I was, so I scooch him around. He's on a little rolly thingy and I scooch him around to follow the sun because my boy needs sunlight. Right? I was scooching him around before work and I was like, let me just nudge this with my toe. Um, and I nudged it funny and he fell and he's on this like little cone thing that's on like a ring rest you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. and so he fell and the soil fell out and he's actually like four different baby succulents and they kind of scattered to the winds and there were wood chips everywhere because I covered the top in wood chips and it was a mess and so now he might be dying um Obviously, I repotted him and everything, but it is, it's uh, touch and go right now. So (laughs) we will have to see how he does. He looks uglier, but maybe that will fix um, once he settles into the pot again. So that's it. I hope he pulls through. Thanks. It's, I'm going to be really sad if I kill four fucking plants in a row, but. Um, If you do, I think it's time to stop buying them. No, it's time to buy Hal the fifth. But stop <laughs> killing things. I'll keep Hal in your thoughts and prayers, everyone. Thank you. Always. The next segment I want to do is the waterfall segment, where basically um, every episode I pick a waterfall from around the world and I tell you about it. Cool. So the one, I, so the one I picked this time. Um, there are the Canaraville Falls in Cedar City in Utah. <laughs> and please keep that in. A little bit about them. <laughs> um, it's basically a four and a half mile round trip. And from like it's a hike, uh, a mostly flat hike, but there's um, a lot of 
um, obstacles because you're walking through um, Canara Creek Canyon. And um, so it's flat, but there's a lot of like boulders and stuff you have to go through. And at points, you have to go through the creek that goes through that canyon, which is Canara Creek. And um, it's when you, the one, there's a lot of waterfalls along that canyon, but the two I was looking at specifically are kind of tucked in between um, like red, orange, sandstony walls. So those look really cute. And the reason I liked them was because I'm going to send you a picture of this right now, Jocelyn, is um, because they have like a little wooden ladder going up um, alongside them to make it really easy to climb up on top and kind of just sit right next to the falls. (laughs) And they're not like super um, uh, huge or anything. I think it's only like a 15 or 20 foot um, drop for the actual waterfalls that I'm looking at right now. But it just seemed like a very aesthetic place and it, um, it just looked really pretty and I really liked the way the ladders were set. Love it. We're going to go one day and then laugh that we're in Utah. <laughs> I feel like if we went, we just wouldn't be able to stop laughing the whole time. <laughs> like our plan would, our plane would land and we'd just be cracking up. But I knew you would appreciate the location of these falls. Definitely. <laughs> our next uh, segment is an update on our material world. Which for normal people would be like, you know, what's your apartment looking like, etc. For you, it's what have you been up to recently, um, specifically related to purchases? I won't make you be completely honest with your own (laughs) podcast, but I will be completely honest because this is my one episode, so this is my time (laughs) to shine. So you got new glasses last week, and I was going to say, describe them a bit. And um, after you do, I'll describe my old purchases, and then you can go on to your um, other things. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) So, new glasses. I got two pairs. Mm -hmm. So, I've never had glasses that are, like, more round before and that are, like, all wire all the way around. Like, I'm the type of person Mm -hmm. that got those, like, I got real into the... The chunky hipster ones? Right. Like, the big black plastic glasses so I've had two or three pairs of those um Mm -hmm. so this time I went like full on fucking Harry Potter round but I got like rose gold for this pair that's the pair that came today and I was so excited I love them so they looked so cute oh my gosh and then the second pair I got are also pretty round but like um they're kind of like that like black and brown like I don't even remember what they call it some things call it like a turtle shell type of look Mm-hmm. No, I know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So like I got a pair of those and they're super cute They're but they, so like they're kind of the vibe of the big black plastic, but they're like more uh-huh. round. Like this is the most round I've ever gotten. I always get either rectangle or very square glasses. Aww. No, that's so funny. Cause like I do the exact same thing and yeah. like, cause my, the ones I wore all through like up until this year were like chunky black ones. Right. Yeah. And I really wanted those like, I, I, you call them um, Harry Potter glasses. I kind of call them my grandma glasses. Yeah, because... these are my Harry Potter. <laughs> um, because I have like mine are they're black. They're half black on top, um, like right. black plastic, and then the gold wire goes around the whole thing. Um, 
and they're kind of circular too, right? And um, my other pair is just gold wire, but it's um, they're gold aviators, basically. But I like that we can both be old ladyish Harry Potter vibes together. Yeah, um, of course. But yeah, another reason to fucking hang out eventually. No, no, no sads, no emotions. Never. Oh yeah, <laughs> we never have emotions ever. We that's something we don't do. Let's be clear. No, it's a yeah. If one of us, if we're together, and one of us starts to have a single emotion. The other person, yeah, no, it's shut down. The other person is uh, legally required to yell no emotions. Correct. And physically stop the emotions if they have to. Which we have done in the past. And I stand (laughs) by 100%. Um, Yeah, I think our methods of stopping the emotions were not great. Usually no, but we're not going to talk about those on the But they were stopped. And honestly, you just got to address one problem at a time. Exactly, and we're not on to the next problem yet, so just let it happen. <laughs> Anything but. else you'd like to share with us? Oh, boy. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, like, I run. I got one of those massage guns that, like, drills into a your mas- legs, which is A amazing. massage gun? Yeah, I'll send you a picture of it later. Or I'll send you, oh like, a little gosh. video so you can see how it works. It's pretty great um what else have I purchased recently see like you know me and like you know our normal purchases are like yeah from Sephora and stuff and I haven't been to work in like two months so like I'm not running low so like that (laughs) is okay yeah I feel that it's okay to buy like glasses true yeah and a massage gun because like I haven't been doing my normal trips to Target I haven't been buying normal like work clothes and been like look at this cute outfit I got Mm -hmm. no so and all like bigger stuff I haven't, obviously, I haven't gotten any, like, makeup makeup, but um, I'm missing all the fancy lipsticks we bought together. Um, I've still been buying, not makeup stuff, but, like, skincare and bath stuff. Ooh. That's a good good call right now. Yeah, and it smells nice, and it makes my face soft, so, like, how bad could it be? Literally not bad at all. (laughs) Yeah, I see. So, you know I support like all of this, so yeah, um, which is super sweet. And then it's also like bad sometimes because I'll be like, "Hey, Jocelyn, I want this dumbass thing," and you're like, "That's kind of dumb, but do it." And I'm like, "Okay, now I own this dumbass thing," and then we're both happy. Which, but to me, you just purchased happiness, which is what we do all the time. Remember when I purchased you happiness, like, twice? Oh, my gosh, you did. And um, I literally have a um, note in my in my podcast notebook to okay, mention perfect. that. I can't um, wait. No, I'll, I'll just talk about it now. Great. I was having depression day. Like, it must have been November. It was November. Yeah. Oh, it was actually early November because it was before I uh, – I, I, I hung out with you on my birthday. Correct. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yep. I almost made it through that without laughing. Uh, I was having Depression Day early November, which is just not allowed because it is uh, birthday time. And um, I got home from work and I was like, I'm going to light this um, tiny little candle and I'm going to sit here with a book or something and just kind of 
mope for a while until and I can, can I shower. Clear, I was getting mm-hmm. messages like, um, I'm not even going to try to cheer up today, just accepting that today is shit. And I oh, was yeah. And Jocelyn called. And at first I was like, why, why is she calling me during depression time? Who does that? And then so I, put, I picked up the phone and I was all kind of like just sadly saying hello or whatever. And then she was like, go check, um, go downstairs and um, answer the door or whatever. Um, and she told me she ordered me crepes and um, tea. tea. And... I literally fucking burst into tears. I remember that. And she didn't even have time to say no emotions because the emotions were had so quickly. Correct. Um, <laughs> and then I went downstairs and I waited. And I think, wait, I think this was what happened. Um, this was the time this happened. But Yeah, it is. I know what you're about came- to say. <laughs> Someone, some guy came in um, and he somehow made it through both doors. Like the first door isn't, um, doesn't require a key and the second door requires like an apartment key if you live there. And um, he made it through both and I think someone let in a moon or something. And he was coming with what was clearly a bag of um, takeout. And I just walked over and I was like, is this for me? <laughs> I, I remember like physically reaching out to try to take it from him. <laughs> Also, keep in mind, my eyes were all swollen. I had, like, visible tear tracks. Yeah. <laughs> a bitch and was, was sad. And I was like, is, is this my food? And he was, he was just trying to back away slowly, like, no, go away. Like, yeah, I, like, backed <laughs> off of my fucking whatever I just ordered. Um, and then I stayed put because I was scared of doing that to another person. <laughs> but eventually my food came and he passed it over saw my fucking tear covered face and then i went home and it was um i went back into my apartment it was a crepe with like all the best things there was like chocolate and mangoes and strawberries and um you say you sent me the order afterwards so i could save it to buy um again if i ever wanted it yeah, it was like rose tea and like a mango raspberry strawberry crepe with some kind of sauce. I don't even know. Yeah. I was just like, this one looks great. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember it was rose tea and yep. it was still warm. Yep. And it made me super happy. Yeah. I remember whenever I, like, I told you over the phone that tea was part of the order and then the tea got there and you were like, it's already warm and made. I was like, bitch, you thought I was going to make you make your own tea while you were sad? You thought I just sent you a tea bag? Like, well, you said you sent me tea and I, it just didn't even occur to me that someone could just hand me a cup of warm tea. Yep, it was already <laughs> done. I was like, here you go. You're up yeah, I was immediately shared. Oh my gosh best yep. thing well, unfortunately there have been more than um there's been more than one depression day in my life um which in the totally past year fine, yeah but the only part that matters is the cheerfulness that comes on after. the second depression day um well this was like lights you couldn't have sent it the same day but second depression day um like almost right after it i think right um you sent me a a um well first of all you sent me like a 50 billion feet long um foot long string of those like uh remote controlled copper wire fairy lights and 
They were the prettiest shade of red, and they look like vaguely demonic now when I light them yep. in the dark. But yes. honestly, that's the best way to be. And I have them along, you know, the 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 wall with the two big windows in the living area, yep. where I have all my like random shit put up. I have them just like wrapped around that whole thing in between things and over it and like over that shelf and like through it and stuff, just like kind of curling up the wire in chunks. Makes me super happy. Which is the point. Happiness Mm -hmm. as order is my favorite phrase. Just hypothetically speaking, would you have room to do a thousand piece puzzle? I absolutely would. You've seen my apartment. Oh yeah. And you're there. I mean no you haven't. No you haven't (gasps) you moved already? Oh, <laughs> Miami. Um, yeah. So the Miami trip was—we were just kind of erasing it from our memories a little bit. Um, but because yeah, because of because of um, science. Good reason. <laughs> trust me, just listeners. Trust me. Don't want to know. But some good things happened. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. So, um, someone was someone was texting me the other day, and um, they sent something in like your group chat, and I I just kind of sent like a generic aw, like that looks nice or whatever. And um, a friend replied, but she was like, "Don't lie, Tika. Like you, the idea of a wet beach horrifies you." Um, and I think it was like you know a beach in a rainstorm or something. And I was like, "That's true. I kind of do like the sun. I was trying to be supportive." I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, I have technically been to um, a wet beach in recent times. You have. And it was delightful. It was actually wonderful. That was actually so fun. I thought I was going to fall off the thingy, the tower thingy, but I didn't, (laughs) which, um, due to certain reasons, is a bit of a surprise, but... Maybe it's because I was focusing on the ocean. Uh, you were, honestly. You were like, look, we're at the beach. I have a lot of um, archives of that. So <laughs> we can relive them on a later date. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Um, after this very long break to a new segment of our podcast. I figured it's been about, we have probably at least half an hour's worth of the podcast recorded already. And that means anyone who shouldn't be listening to this has given up by now. For Um, sure. So I thought a fun thing I wanted to kind of record for posterity is um, Walnut Street. And oh, no. No, 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 no. This is a good Walnut Street. Very cute little street that has a bunch of like boutique and cute little shops and restaurants and stuff like that up like a very small street like less than half of a mile of very cute streets some of them are rooftop like bars and restaurants and then below them are very cute shops that's how I would describe yeah. it. and um there's a cute little chunk which is very specific and probably not necessary for the general overview of this but there's a cute right. it's that one cute restaurant um it's like near steel cactus or like right next to it or something that Mm -hmm. it's like the alley right and it has string lights um it has those like cute little light bulb lights strung up um back and forth across for that little space and there's like benches near it and every time I go with um 
I used to go with Re- Rebecca and Michelle, there would always be fucking couples making out under there. And so, we, yeah, we never got cute, like, pictures under it, but it was a sweet spot. Um, anyways, the point is that you and I used to go to Walnut Street a lot because it's um, – our apartments were, like, a 10-second walk. Well, a 20-second walk from um, each other, I think. And a 20-second light jog. Um and Walnut Street was within walking distance, uh, distance of both our apartments. And so we, I think um, we tended to go there a lot. And it was cute. And there was a Sephora. And there was a cards place. Um, and we used to live right... Oh, fuck. That's another memory thing. Okay. So we used to live right next to each other, basically. And we still sent each other snail mail, right? Of course. And... <laughs> um, and so, on, and that was really cute. And it always made me really happy because some day, sometimes it would take literally like a day or two to get delivered. And I know why, because they, they take it back to the post office or whatever. But I was like, you, you could just walk over with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was super cute. And to send that snail mail, obviously, you need cute cards. And there was, um, there was like a stationery slash bookshop slash random little trinkets and cards and stuff place and it was called cards on um it's called cards unlimited and i think our go-to route was sephora (laughs) cards unlimited and and then i think before june you'd move to miami um last year and so then we were separated for 50 billion years until you came back at the end of august um and so that had been our first time seeing each other after like a year of nonstop um coexistence and (laughs) no it wasn't sad it was so fun um and I mean it was kind of sad because like it had been a while but um we planned it up so well and like hour by hour (laughs) and you showed up at my apartment like, before like 9, nine in the morning. Yeah. It, it was, was literally so before 9. You were early. Yep. And um... <laughs> my poor father drove me. <laughs> what a um, sweetie pie. Uh, but that was super sweet of him because that left us um, free for the day's activities. Exactly. Uh, the, day, <laughs> the day's activities started with... Um, so it hadn't been nine. It was eight something a.m. Right. And uh, we got into my apartment. We hugged because you got a hug yeah. first. But right after the hugs at eight something in the morning, we got two shots of limoncello each into of us course. immediately. Worth um, it. Neither of us had eaten breakfast. Nope. Um. Neither of us had consumed anything since last night, I think. Um, <laughs> and we were like, this is, this is how we are going to start our day today. And then after the two shots, I think I did, um, I did henna on you, right, for a while? And yeah. I thought I was super in control of things, but apparently. No, okay, so it, was, it was actually that we did one shot and then we did the henna and then we were like, it's time. It's clearly like that henna took forever. It didn't take that long at all, but we were like, that was forever. Yeah. So we need another shot. So then we did the second shot. So we spaced it out like responsible people. 
and then we were like okay now we have to leave the apartment because we are um we have been uh fed and watered and we are ready to venture out into the world of course um, so then we went to starbucks and got um coffee with like 10 billion shots of espresso. Can I just point out that we didn't know the bathroom code to the Starbucks for, like, a long time? Yes, this comes up later in the story. Okay, perfect. No, no, no. I'm telling my listeners that the fact that we don't know the bath code, or the whatever the fuck, the bathroom code doesn't, um, it's not irrelevant to the plot, so to speak. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So then we got our Starbucks. Yes. And we walked to Walnut Street. Yes, we did. We traveled. Um, We made it there eventually. (laughs) It took a while. Uh, What did we do first? (laughs) Uh Are you really? Oh, Francesca. So um, I feel like something else must have happened because when we were planning our day, we were like, Okay, we're ready to leave at like. Oh, we sat in Starbucks for a while because. Yeah, it was a long time. When you leave, <laughs> when you leave the apartment at nine on a Saturday, nothing is we're open. We're in <laughs> we, were two, we were two shots in with a henna tattoo sitting in Starbucks, like downing we caffeine. Both know, we both know it's about to go down, so let's just sit here for a minute and process uh, what we are about to partake in. I don't know about you, but I did not process. Um, I didn't process either. There was no way to process what was about because we were just kind of um, following the. We were chasing down the limoncello with espresso. Yeah, and then and wait, just wait, <laughs> listeners. It gets better. <laughs> um, so I think we waited until um, Francesca's was open because, and then of course we were planning to do brunch, and we didn't want to just show up to a rooftop bar with like our faces plastered against the door, waiting for them to open. So we no, were we stayed in Francesca's for a while. So yeah, we um tried to, no did we do francesca's first yeah we did i know yeah. okay i know because i know we did sport after <laughs> no, but, trust me, I know. um and so we tried to at least pretend to be chill and we went to Sephora or francesca's first and i think we didn't buy anything oh no no we didn't. no we we did <laughs> wait what did we buy <laughs> so i didn't have earrings oh yeah <laughs> I put them in for you. <laughs> that comes later in the story, <laughs> folks. Oh Lord. Um. Yeah. And anyway, so we were at Francesca's and you bought earrings. And then what was our next destination? You know it. Steel. Up on the rooftop. Chris yes, Chris it was Chris. steel. <laughs> it was the steel cactus, and it's um... these bitches. It was, we'd been, we, we decided before and then this, that this was the place we were going to grace with our presence. Um, we did grace, grace. They were great. Yep. (laughs) We went all the way up to the rooftop and we sat at the bar that sits right along like the railing of the rooftop. So we had like the view of Walnut Street. And the sun was coming in on our table. It was so pretty. I was so happy. And they were like, what do you want? And we got a 
picture of mimosas and what kind of what did we get a singular picture i feel like we each got a picture to start we got a singular picture but we definitely there because okay yeah because there were two pictures in a photo (laughs) oh wait no okay then maybe we did order two pictures to start i think it was like a two for something deal kind of thing so we were yeah whatever um i remember because i wouldn't let you drink until i'd gotten a good picture correct um but so we got um uh, pictures of mimosas and it was sunshiny and our drinks were sunshiny um, and we had the chips that had like whatever green sauce oh yeah there. we got um i think we got chips and guac with uh green hot sauce yes and uh, <laughs> i yeah. remember at one point um this was before we left but not that far before we left um i, I think i just it was either at you or like at um our server, we, I was just like, can we, can we have some more of this green stuff? She just brought us a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, you guys are wild. Here you go. And we were like, hell yeah. Um, I think, I don't, I'm, I'm reasonably certain that I didn't actually use the phrase hot sauce. No. Because it did not enter green. my mind. I think, well, that was because I think you were a mimosa pitcher in. And then can we not, never forget the American uh. hero that was sitting two chairs down from us that was like you guys are having so much fun can I get you another picture of mimosas and I had just seen you almost die on the way to the bathroom a couple seconds ago and I was like no I think we need this we we collectively need to stop <laughs> because she's about to die and I'm a step away of not being able to take care of her so no um back to the bathroom bit um yes. so before we be like if this had not happened I think we would have said yes to that picture oh um but I'd been going well I think Jocelyn went to the bathroom and I was like well I have to go too now um but (laughs) I got up after you'd come back I think right and um you asked me something I don't did you say because I said something I was like yeah I'm fine and then I face planted yeah Um, Right I was like, <laughs> I was like, I feel like we're a little drunk for how early it is. You good? And you were like, No, I'm good. And then you got up to go to the bathroom, and then it was like stumble, stumble. And I was like, Fuck! I went down. <laughs> but I just want you to know that it was about a half of my mimosa pitcher in that Tika decided it's time to take my earrings from Francesca's out of the bag, and I can't physically put them in my ears, so you gotta do it. And I was like. <laughs> Oh wow! Wait, okay. okay. So I have a question. Was right. the reason I physically couldn't do it because of the mimosas? Absolutely. Oh, so it wasn't like a normal reason. Okay, I'm so so sorry to tell you. Um, well, no, because I remember like they always wrap it in like the tissue paper and they tape it up, and it was. Oh no! You ripped it. Yeah, it was fine. You were just holding the actual needle, and you were like, "I can't." <laughs> I was like, it's okay, sweetie. Just, just give me. <laughs> I, I put them in, and then you like took so many pictures, and you kept like looking in the mirror, and you're like, look at them. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I put them in there. And you're like, look. I was like, I, I, no, I, did. <laughs> I, I do remember. I was excited. Um, I also remember that they were super cute, though. Um, no, they were. They were so. They were like the cutest little dang. They were like drop earrings, right? Like the. Yeah. It was like a gold like a really thin gold stick and then um, a big circle on the bottom. That was really right. cute. 
Um, so then I came back from the bathroom and Jocelyn had rejected the mimosas um, that we I were I stand offering. by that decision. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so then we went down um, and we were like, now for the next item on our schedule. And it was, was it cards or was it Sephora? I think that those kind of match together for us, but both of them were just absolute yeah. fuckery. So, so we were, okay. it doesn't really matter which one you tell first. I'll tell the Sephora one first because that's a shorter story. Um, so the we went into Sephora afterwards, and we were like, okay, um, I just had to pick up um, that that face mask stick, right? And right. I think we told, we told each other that we were going to buy one lipstick because, like, that was the thing we used to do, right? Buy lipstick together. Yeah. So we told ourselves we'd buy one each, and that was it. Um, yeah. And I think that was the first time we got that – fuck, what's that yellow – you know what I'm talking about, right? The one you got, and then you almost wanted to buy the $60 candle that one time. Oh, the Rio de Janeiro. Oh, the Sol the Sol de Janeiro. I think. Yeah, yeah, whatever the hell that is. Um, and so that we discovered that brand, <laughs> and then Oops. we discovered our lipstick, and we uh, things were th- monies were spent. Things were blurry yeah. at that point, honestly. We just no, were we were into our baskets. I, I feel like I, I have a clear memory of it, but I'm now just like, do, but at yeah, the time. I was like, yeah, the, obviously um, not our best decision making. No, we spent way too much money that day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but then we left, and that's what I think we should focus on. We did make it out eventually. <laughs> it took a while. No, it didn't. Cause, um, oh no, that was actually we, we were on the like speed round. Yeah, like, throw the cart, throw the cart, throw the cart. We need to get to the checkout now so we don't buy anymore. And just like we were like, we need to leave. We need to leave quickly so we don't buy things. But then that just made us buy them faster. Then we just like quickly bought things. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, so after that, we went to cards. And so the cards trip wasn't too long, but it was sketchy though. It was very sketchy. It's a tight store and we were drunk and I had a backpack on because I always have a backpack on whenever I go to meet Tika because I know she doesn't want to carry anything. (laughs) So I always bring a bag big enough to carry both of our stuff. That makes me, first of side note, that makes me super happy. And now I am just permanently spoiled for, um, people who make me carry my own shit. I know. Other people make her carry her shit. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that you have to deal with that. I love you. <laughs> like, are you okay? Do you need an adult? Do you need somebody to talk to? Like, <laughs> I had this big-ass bag, and I kept losing her. And we were trying to buy cards for each other without showing the other person. So we, we kept, like, we kept being like, don't look. Cards. <laughs> they probably thought we were trying to steal them because we were like, don't look. I remember because at one point, like, when we were paying for them, I was, like, shooing you away, too. So I think they figured it out eventually, but, and then, and then, wait, no, we can't say that part yet. So before we talk about how we exited that store, (laughs) 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 I want to talk about when we were looking through the books, Um, there was, and there is clear witchery in this book because 
um, a few weeks ago when Jocelyn had been applying for, or before a few weeks before she left Pittsburgh, before we graduated, she, um, you and I went to Walnut Street and you'd been applying for jobs in Florida, right? And um, we, when we went um, to look at the books, there was this book that was like the book of answers. And right. it said, you basically have to close your eyes and flip to a, pa- a random page and yep. that'll be your answer. And so she did it. And then um, you open and you basically you asked like if you would get the Florida job Um, and we opened it and it it didn't even like say anything like um, flowery or anything. It just said yes. Right. Yeah. Right. It was just like very blunt. It was was yes. Period. It was like one of the shorter pages, like literally three fucking letters. Um, And we were like, damn. And then you got the job. Yeah. And so then you came back for Walnut Street. Oh, 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 that was before. And then there was a second time um, in Walnut, and before you left. Before um, I left. I know what you're about to say. Yeah, and so this was a different Walnut Street trip. And um, can I talk about this? Of course. Okay, so you were asking if things would work out with your then boyfriend. Yes. And... I am. I remember you didn't want to like look at the answer, so I um, once you picked the page, I like looked at the book for you. Yep. And I remember this so clearly. I remember it just. It was a clear no, and um, I'm. I obviously wasn't going to tell you that. <laughs> and um, usually, I'm not the best at lying, but I remember I. Which we will get to later. <laughs> um, I made up the best fucking story um about how things would be fine but i knew i had seen that page i knew it was a no right but i kind of put it out of mind whatever but then three months later you guys weren't together anymore and i was like that book was right and no 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 we didn't realize that until we came back um in august when we were doing this trip yeah and we went back into that store yeah because like we saw the book again right Yep. And um, that's when I remembered. And I was like, we Why are we both own that book yet. Because we both have so many uncertainties still. I, and it's like, I think the mad, the part of the magic is, is going in there. To there together. And yeah. The cards. Okay. So yeah. And I think it's like, we can't part. own the book, you know, it's like part of the whole ritual of it is going into that specific store. Okay, fair. So we're not going to buy it, but mm. next time we're together, we're going to go into cards and yeah. figure out our lives. If once we're both um, in uh, cities that are not Pittsburgh, we are just going to have to fly back for consultations. Just for that, yeah, of course. <laughs> I need to know things, duh. Um, and since then, lots of things have happened. Um, without going into things too deeply, um. We, I feel like I can't even remember them when put on the spot because it's just so many little things peppered out no. throughout the year. But we did a puzzle for the first time and we laughed about it. And now it's like ultimate puzzle conditions. Correct. And I don't know, so many fucking things. I know there are so many things because we always text each other as it happens. And it's like, oh my God, we were just texting about like this the other day. And now it's like, yeah a huge deal like and we like speak things into happening and yeah. we never know how like because we're witches we have to be careful with our uh words and actions super careful um but, but we've learned that yes. i wish i could come up with more examples but like 
I'll yeah. try to come up with them and we can leave them like in the comments of this whatever later. But yeah. like for now, I'm just like, this has happened so many times that now when it happens, I'm just like, oh my God, no, 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 no. Like I have to talk it's myself like... out of being convinced that I'm a witch, which is like ridiculous. <laughs> but it's so true. No, it's like when you like, when someone asks you what you ate for dinner like two days ago, you don't remember because it's so normal, right? That's basically what right. it is. And that's yeah. like how often it is for us. Yeah. Um, we will try to use our witchly powers for uh, the greater good. I make no promises, honestly. I was literally just about to say, but we make no promises. Um, exactly. But... <laughs> like, she'll do great. I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. So, y'all are fucked. Um, but that was kind of a pivotal moment in terms of us realizing our powers, that trip to cards. And uh, <laughs> so then after that, we finally bought each other cards. And it makes me so happy because you just sent me, apparently, one of the cards you got way back in August. I know. I was one. holding on to it. That was one of the better ones. And um, it says, you're my jam. And it's super extra cute because jam. because jam is Jocelyn, Avantika, and Michelle. And it just made me super happy. That's why I bought it. Um, my brother and my mom both came into my room on... Um, the other day, and they were looking at it, and they were just like, "What? what is this? I was like, it's jam. <laughs> they, they can continue to actively not appreciate our adorableness, but um, <laughs> also, how's your brother enjoying that shirt? Let's be real. <laughs> um, okay, so cards. Uh, we bought each other cards, didn't buy dumb shit, and we left the store, and as we were at the register, something came up about how we both took French. And oh, the girl behind the register was like, oh, and she said something in French. Oh, she, what, fuck, what did she say? Um, <laughs> she was literally like, and I don't think even she, she said like, do you want an omelet? She was just like, un omelet? And yep. Jocelyn literally turns, does like a 90 degree turn yep. and books it straight for the door because I was like I'm a fraud I don't know <laughs> you were literally like oh no bye and then you walked out and you didn't stop even though I was nope. still in the store <laughs> I know I had all your stuff with me though like your stuff was securely in my backpack oh I, I know I was not worried about my stuff I was just busy laughing because I was about to follow you out anyways um yeah but she I was did like, not, I'm not stop to, like conversate in French and she was like it literally means omelet no, and I was like, you were running out and she literally yelled behind you she was like I just said omelet I, I, I was like I just don't want to talk about it I don't um, but I think it was after this that we wrote to each other in French Yeah. her next mail to each other was in French which was um, entertaining yeah um, that's the best word I just came up, I just remembered all sorts of uh, words when I was writing that. And then... You... I basically just said, like, hi, don't know what I'm <laughs> saying. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, hi, miss you. I said, I said, I love you to the moon. And then usually I, when, I, when I write that, I say, I love you to the moon and back. And I had to be like, I love you to the moon. And that's all I can say because I don't know how to say and back in French. And I promise I love you back also, but... So we left, we left uh, Sephora and Cards. Once we leave Cards, we're basically done with Walnut. Like, that's, those are our top places. So we start walking home. No, we got, did we get Starbucks again? We, well, I'll tell it. Oh, So okay. we didn't get Starbucks again. 
Tika had to pee. Oh, they had. Wait. So I'm getting this. Oh, okay. So we were running towards home, her apartment. And as we were going like our normal route, there was caution <laughs> tape all over the place. Because there, there was some kind of suspicious package in the middle of the street. So, like, Tika is about to straight up piss herself. <laughs> and there's, like, a reroute around the path because there's, like, a weird, suspicious package. And we were like, we might die and you have to pee and we still have so many things to do today. So, like, that's a problem on so many levels. Like, I don't want you to die. I don't want you to piss yourself. I also <laughs> want to complete the day. So, like, can this just not happen? So we walked around the bomb threat, naturally. The moment. Tika complained the whole time because she was about to piss herself. Um, and Wait, we ended up the back moment in we go around the thing and yeah. we circle back to Starbucks, they took it off. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And As we-, we were doing it, they were taking down the caution tape and we were like, you motherfuckers <laughs> could have let us walk through. And we, ca- we did stand there for a little bit. We were like, maybe it's done now. They were waiting until we walked around to take down the caution tape. They were. So <laughs> then we get, she's like, I have, like, I need to go to the bathroom now. I was like, okay. So there's, we're going back into the same Starbucks we were in before. I remembered the bathroom code. I remember that <laughs> the Starbucks people looked at me like, you're not even getting a coffee. And I was like, no, but I know your bathroom code because I was here approximately four hours ago. <laughs> so I got Tika back into the bathroom. I peed. Which was a win for everybody involved. <laughs> and uh, then and then we went back to my apartment. And then we did more lemon cello shots because mm-hmm. that was definitely necessary. There was a flask. Oh, oh wait, no, no, that was afterwards. Yeah, yeah. that was so weird. once we went to my apartment, we did the lemon cello shots and then we go. filled up the rest of the lemon cello into the flask. And there you go. I was gonna say there it's not flask time yet. Yeah, no, we did shots because we were in your apartment and the shot glasses were there, so like respectable humans, yeah. we just did it in the apartment. And, and about then, this time was when I started getting really nervous for what was to come. And mm-hmm. what was to come? I was getting my cartilage pierced. I was getting my conch pierced, which is ten times more painful, so <laughs> I'm going to tell this part of the story. <laughs> so we go in. Mm-hmm. We don't really have an appointment or anything. We just like roll up in there. And they have us sign all the paperwork or whatever, and we we, we wait ten years. I think that she literally put my own parents as her emergency contact. <laughs> her parents could not know about this. Wait, but, we do that. but then we waited ten years. Do you want to know what happened during the waiting? She was like hyperventilating the whole entire goddamn time. <laughs> yes, but do you know what happened to the thing I was wearing? Oh, that it's not time yet. That's after. Oh, okay. So You're right. It was after that happened. Um, mm-hmm. And so we no, go no, no. in and we I do noticed. all the paperwork. We do the paperwork, but I noticed while we were waiting there, I noticed that um, the ring was empty. My, oh, my you already ring. knew? Yeah. I, but I was more nervous about, like, my ear dying, you know? Oh, my God. You didn't say anything. Yeah. I was all twitching. I was, like, subtly looking under benches and shit. Oh my god, you didn't tell me. Okay, so I didn't know that it was gone until after the piercing happened. Yeah. So we go in and like she insists upon going first because she's afraid if I go first that she would chicken out. So she's yeah. freaking out and like the por- piercing lady is like just, laughing it off. I want to add that I have um, at this point, I think I already had two ear piercings and a nose piercing. 
Correct. Yeah. yeah. And she was still being a baby. That was really easy <laughs> one. So we go in and she's being such a baby and whatever. And she picks her earring and it was really cute. It was like this tealish blue. Oh, you remember. Sparkly. Of course I did. Yeah. It was so pretty. And I was like so pumped for her. And the Pearson lady was like, okay, you ready? Whatever. And she was such a baby about it. Fine. <laughs> So then it was my turn, which was hilarious. Because the, the piercing lady's like, you ready? I was like, yup. And she was like, I'm about to pierce your ear. I was like. I held your hand. I was like, I was like you, you won't. Like, okay, go ahead. So she pierces my ear. She hesitates halfway through. So it hurts extra bad. She's like, oh, sorry, oh. sorry. My hand slipped. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> and like, I didn't even move still. And I was and after And after and she did it, she was like, I could I could have used like a smaller thing yeah right? and it was like a huge gauge because she was like for whatever reason i can't use a smaller one and no I'll she was like, like i pref-, she literally said i prefer using a larger one because you're so she does that and tika literally just looks at me because like mine was clearly much worse and she was just like i hate you <laughs> i remember that <laughs> you're like i literally almost cried during my so then whatever so we're walking back and Tika then says out loud that a piece of her ring is gone and decides that while we are drunk <laughs> off of fresh piercings, uh, it's, it's time to call your mom. Sure. <laughs> but I, see, I'm like usually a little dramatic. And so like when I called my mom, I was all teary and emotional about the, um, the ring being gone. And she kind of, I think she took it in stride. Like this is just normal behavior. Oh no, she um, was great about it, but I just yeah. thought that it was funny. No, no, like definitely. No, really. definitely. If, we were if I thought about it, I would not meet up with Michelle. Yeah. Um, okay, so now, by now, um, a significant portion of the day has passed, and then we yes. remember we bought a flat. We brought um, the flask of limoncello with us. Yes, it was in my purse at the time, so we were like, "You're sad because your thing is gone." We both have very painful we... ears. Yeah. We, we stopped. No, no, no. Uh, we stopped at a Starbucks again. I think. Uh, yeah, um, we, definitely, we went to a lot of Starbucks. Shout out to yeah. Starbucks. They're our sponsor. <laughs> um, and then we were walking up. Was it past Perrin? Yeah, I was around there. Yeah, and we were, so we were basically walking up past our public health building. Did we stop in the bathroom again? I don't think we stopped. I think we might have stopped again in a bathroom. Yeah. But not the Perrin bathroom. Oh, we did. We went yeah. into some like random bathroom. Yeah, I think we did. It was somewhere, I think it was in the, it was in uh, Pit Public Health. Shout out to oh. Pit Public Health, sponsored by Pit Public Health. We put our bodies in that building at that time, in that, that situation. Liquor store, and what happened there, Tika? <laughs> Go ahead, tell, 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 tell the listeners. Um, we bought some wine and, and then went happened? to dinner. No, what happened with the wine? <laughs> we bought, we bought it. And how did we buy it? What did we have to use? Um, identification. So I got carded and gave them my driver's license. What did you give them? Um, identification. What? <laughs> go ahead. Um, we can we can go on to more exciting. It was her passport. <laughs> she might cut this out, but it was her passport. <laughs> yeah, it was. But the the reason for that oh, was my Maryland my Maryland um. My 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 Maryland ID had just expired, so um, I 
had to use my passport for normal reasons yeah as as anybody I had no (laughs) I had no in between um I'm so glad they didn't card us at the um at the at the yeah steel cactus because I I took the passport with me on. I think this it's because we were already a little tipsy on limoncello, and they were just like, "Nah, y'all are already drunk. Who gives a fuck <laughs> at this point?" <laughs> yeah, but I had my passport with me in case they asked. Um, of course you did. <laughs> um, I remember because I packed it when we were leaving, right? And um, it came in handy at the liquor store so i don't know what you're complaining about i no i don't think there was any complaining and i think and he took forever to look at it too because um cuz he was I, so I, freaking dumbfounded no it's cuz but uh i was like if this works that would make my life a lot easier but i think you were there laughing i was actively and that made me laughing up and that made me laugh. I couldn't so, stop. So then he was like, "What? Like this girl is just sit, standing here giggling you and giving me your passport in a liquor store." Yeah, that was, and I got to be there for it. <laughs> Actually, um, we after we finished that flask and walked back to my apartment, Michelle was waiting to see you. So we went up to my apartment, which was sweet. And then, it was so yeah. happy. Um, and then. Um, we dropped off some stuff, I think. And then we were getting wine because um, the Indian place we were going to for dinner was like bring your own drinks. Yep. And so we went to get wine and then uh, Michelle was there for the passport incident. Um, she was she was very silent because I think she realized we had already made many, many questionable decisions um, that day. Um, but I remember cause you were getting just, and I was, and we were like, okay, we're going to be calm now and yeah, okay. we're getting, no, we were like, we're going to be relatively chill now. And then you bought just the bottle of pink wine, I think. Yeah. And it was just like a dry pink wine, I think. Um, like it wasn't one of the sweet Moscatos or anything. And, um, so then I was like, I might get another one or this might just be enough, you know? Cause like the three of us weren't going to do a lot for dinner, but then, um, Michelle, I could, I, I could tell, like, Michelle was not going to drink the pink wine. No, and, like, I she really know. likes... Oh, I know that was a thing. Yeah. She really likes um, red Moscato, though. And I, I love red Moscato, too. So, Drunk Me was like, I am not having this. Like, she would take just, like, the pink wine, and Drunk Me was like, she's not going to be happy. I am going to make Michelle happy. And so, I grabbed that uh, second bottle of red Moscato, and then took it to uh, pay for with my passport and then um that is how we ended up with two full bottles so each of us drank a bottle at the indian restaurant yeah that was that was an interesting experience back to your apartment which was one of the best parts of the night um you I think by then I had reached capacity you had decided it was time to record a video to my ex I was I did not like him so yeah it was you, time. oh you you told him we're not going to go into the details of what was in that video but um <laughs> let's just say Tika was not pleased and um if he has never seen it but if he were to have seen it it would scare him away from me forever 
Yeah. Which was, was the point of the video. Yeah. Um, I think I almost pushed one of you into the middle of the road. It was Michelle, and I grabbed, I physically grabbed her. Okay, that's good. I'm glad you saved her. Um, but I physically pushed Michelle into the middle of the road by accident we while love recording. You, Michelle. She's fine. Don't yeah. Um, garbage. Um, but then we made it back to my apartment, and by that time, it was late at night and you had to go actually see your family <laughs> um and then and then you left which was and sad. michelle yeah it was it was sad but like it was a good day so i had i wasn't sad then true um and then michelle and i hung out in like the lobby of my apartment building oh this for is the what time with the shoes oh i'm ready for this <laughs> i'm so for, ready oh, i thought God. this was a short while um uh-huh. no it was not a short while. No. I think I talked at Michelle for like an hour after you left. I like that you um, think I talked at Michelle because that's the most accurate way to put that. When you left and talked at Michelle for an hour, Michelle finally managed to leave. Um, and then I went back to my apartment and I took off my shoes. I, well, and then... Did you? <laughs> um, well, I sat down on this little footstool thing I have Um when I come in, where I usually sit down to take off my shoes. And then I was like, I had my phone with me, and I was like, let me text my friends goodnight. And then I realized, I don't think, like, my texting is super understandable right now. I recorded an audio message, and I was like, let me just tell Jocelyn that I am sitting here, and I had a great time seeing her, and that I am taking off my shoes. Message received, to be fair. I, mm-hmm. yes, I got that. And then the maybe 65 that came after that, <laughs> that basically <laughs> said this, it was the same thing. It was, um, <laughs> I'm getting my shoes off, get my shoes, I, I'm gonna do it. I can, I got one. Then, then she, I was so proud whenever she got one. I was like, come on, baby, one more. Like, you can do it. like I was so invested at that point, like it was a sport. And then she got the other one off, and she's like, "I'm gonna go to bed." I was like, "You do it. You, you got, your, you earned it." Um, okay. Next segment is questions for your fave human. That's you. So mm-hmm. that's me asking you questions. It me. All right. Yes. Are you so ready? Mm-hmm. I am so ready. Are you sure? <laughs> Oh man, I don't know what questions to expect from you, but you let's do it. Okay. Oh no. Okay. Do you regret Miami? <laughs> Be honest. I mean, no. Overall, no. But no. I think I I don't want to go into detail on this. No, you shouldn't because uh, the next segment will be yeah. Miami. But but I got some really good things out of it. Okay. okay. So and I got to see you on my like. Uh, this was two weeks after my birthday Correct. due to like things happening and um I in in the two and we celebrated my birthday and in the two weeks between my birthday and this uh this trip I did not stop celebrating my birthday correct. really. Yes, that's correct. So that was that was pretty ideal too. Okay. Next question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your favorite overall <laughs> instructor at Pitt? Because, like, it's such Like, I don't even know if I can pick mine. <laughs> okay. Um, 
That's a good question. Mm-hmm. On a serious note, yeah, I think it was. Um, Give me last name only, initial, mm-hmm. like Doctor uh, Blank. Oh, I think it was. All right. Like on a serious yeah, note, I right? Um, just because, yeah. Like I feel like I was scared of them. Exactly. For like ninety yeah. percent of the time, yeah. but um, learned a lot. They were cool, whatever. Sure. They just seem weirdly chill too. Sure. And and um, once they threw or they talked about, <laughs> um, someone asked a dumbass question um, after they hadn't been paying attention the whole time, and he was and um, this professor was like, they were like, um, you know, they tried answering it, whatever, and then they kind of stopped for a second and they were like, you know, um, when I was doing my PhD or whatever, our instructor used to throw the, the, uh, the chalkboard eraser yeah. um, at, at students. They weren't paying attention. <laughs> Motherfucker. That's how he lies. All the and and, and, um, he was and then he expanded upon this. He was like, and they weren't like these these plastic whiteboard ones either they were like the wooden ones with the like the bristles you know for like yep. a chalkboard and he said he said this right after like I guess if he wanted to argue for it he could say like oh it was unrelated you know just a fun story for the kids it was not um <laughs> but we both know was... <laughs> um yeah um glad we're on the th- same that page. was fun yeah <laughs> okay um, but on a on a less serious note, if I had to see see who had the largest impact on my emotions, yeah. Um, and these are not necessarily um, the most positive emo- of emotions, but right. they are emotions. Um, I think it would have to be just not Doctor. Okay. <laughs> just because they don't know how to do division. Um, I'm sure they did. Not in person, not that I had seen. I'm sure they taught it at whatever big school. Harvard. (laughs) But uh, that that did not stop this interesting personality. Um, We, I think we learned nothing in that class, but we did learn how to really um, let hate yeah we learned how to let hate fester in our bodies which was useful and also we learned each other's coffee order because <laughs> we kept bringing each other coffee <coughs> as an incentive to get the other person to show up yeah. to the class we'd be like but i'll get you coffee tomorrow yeah. and i was like Ugh, fuck, uh, fine i'll take my americano kill me but okay That's yep how it works. and i think um it was a 9 a.m class or 9 30 a.m class it was an 8 a.m class, class. Oh, it was an 8 a.m. Oh, oh, that that makes the story better then. Yep. It was an 8 a.m. class, and um, was it Monday? Yeah. No, it was. Um, I think it was Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't actually so, know. I didn't go. To uh, well, whatever it was, the night before this, it was my birthday weekend, and um, so. uh oh yeah this was because was this the birthday that I made us the I I just have to be dramatic shirts yeah I think so yeah so we were doing our wine night later in the week yeah um and this might have been the day of my birthday honestly and so the the day before my birthday Michelle Rebecca and I did like a dinner and stuff which was its own uh story yeah (laughs) but um 
so I had like a like a tiny bit of wine left. Oh yeah, um, from oh, the bottle. I remember. I know what you're about to do. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And so then the next morning, I got up to get go to my eight a.m. class, which was with this person. And first of all. Jocelyn fucking skipped that day. Um, so that's why I think it wasn't my birthday, but it was a birthday adjacent day. Because I feel like you would have showed up. Because I never yeah. would have missed your birthday. Um, but <laughs> so I'm getting up to class and I was like, let me just empty the trash can on my way out. And so um, I was like, oh, let me just put this bottle in the trash too, right? But. And then there was a tiny little bit left. And I was like, oh, I, I mean, it's just a tiny little, like, spoonful. I can just drink that. It's an 8 a.m. So, class. <laughs> but I know. I was like, it's just like, you know how when, like, there's a tiny bit left at the bottom of a bottle and you're like, yeah. So I thought it was like that. Um, and then I started drinking it. And I guess, um, I guess it was a little more than I thought. Yeah. And then I was like, but I've already committed. So now if I leave, it's really less, Right. Right. <laughs> So I chugged like um, a quarter, not a quarter, like a fifth or sixth of the bottle. Um, it was a skinny bottle, though. But also a it was 8 a.m. I love us <laughs> in our skinny bottles versus non. Um, yeah, it wasn't one of Jocelyn's fucking two liters. Um, <laughs> but so um, it wasn't that much. But also I went to bed really late the night before, obviously. And then I woke up four and eight a.m. class which means I woke up like six something and um I'm walking to class so I I throw the bottle away lock the door and it's a half hour walk um to Perrin and so the whole walk there I'm like and it was kind of like chilly because it's November right but not like too chilly and I was like this feels so good my face feels so fresh and it's just like I was was very happy with life great I was it was great and I was like you know I'm just it feels good it's my birthday week and then I get to class, and, like, five minutes after class starts, my head says, fuck you, and leaves. Yep. Um, <laughs> you started texting me immediately. You were like, yeah. I didn't know. And I was like, what, what did you do? Yeah, I was like, I did a thing. And before, I think before I texted you, I texted Rebecca because Rebecca was in class. Oh, and Lord. She, she was, like, you know how she used to sit in front of us? Yep. Um, so she was either sitting in front, like right in front of me, or I think she was right sitting like across the aisle, like right next to me. And like, she was looking at me and I was, I was kind of like, I'm a little dead. And she, she was, she'd been with me last night too. Right. So I think after she thought I was just like a little hungover. And then I texted her what I did. And <laughs> she was just laughing the whole Whenever time. Whenever you zero me that and then the class. Specifically, the part that made me the most proud was the class that you were arriving to after you had done the deed. And I was like, this is the worst human being ever. And you went to her class with alcohol in your system at approximately 8 o'clock in the morning. Freaking, yeah. I, if I could deliver you a gold medal from the Olympics right now, I would. <laughs> and I didn't have one, so I couldn't. But so now we're on to oh. the next segment. If, oh. Is story inspired by you one of the shorter ones? or I can make it a short story. All right, let's do it. Once upon a time, there was a glass. And um, this glass was really lonely because... There was a big J on it, 
and it just didn't know what to do because it would just sit on top of the fridge, um, empty and not used for anything. And it would see all the other glasses and mugs being used. Um, and it was just, you know, really sad. And then um, one day, <laughs> the, the owner of this glass brought home another glass. And this glass had an A on it. <laughs> um, and then um, at first, the J glass, we're going to call it J, um, was just really sad because it thought maybe it had been replaced by this other glass. And it didn't know what to do because it was still stuck up on the fridge. But then um, Jay's owner put up the A glass right next to the J glass. Um, and so they were both empty still. And they didn't really have a purpose in life, but they had each other. Um, <laughs> That's so, still true. <laughs> this is um, a fictional story based on no, Not with no. Um, and, uh, where was I? Oh yeah. So they started to kind of talk and it was just like an, a situation of shared misery in a way because they were both still empty, but at least they had each other. So, um, they were starting to fill up with emotions and love, even though they were, uh, empty of drink. Um, but then one day... Uh, the owner brought in two other people and they were wearing um, bright pink shirts and the J and A glasses were like, hmm, this feels interesting and new. And they didn't really know what to expect because usually they just sit on top of the, they just sat on top of the fridge and watched sad little nothingness happen. Um... <laughs> And then suddenly, uh, two hands reached up on top of the fridge, and they the hands pulled down. They grabbed both the glasses and brought them down and put them on the counter uh, for the first time. And J and A didn't really know what to do with that. But then suddenly, they were filled with something that was just as pink as the shirts that their owner was wearing. Uh, and they got filled up all the way to the top and, and then they got scooted to a side table with, um, a bunch of colorful little worms and, uh, rainbow, um, jelly bean looking things. And they were finally home and they'd found their place in the world I am crying. and they lived Happily ever after. I'm crying real tears because this is the math yeah. uh, thing at the, uh, segment of our episode. So as I mentioned last episode, what I usually do Probably. in the math part segment is I explain um, just a random math topic. And it's not really so much what this topic is as, um, as much as it is the anecdote I have, the personal anecdote kind of related to it. But um, this week, and I'm the reason taking she's over. taking over is because we both TA'd for um, a couple math classes at, when we were in grad school, and we never TA'd for the same class at the same time. Um, 
But we had some shared experiences. And one of those experiences is what students would write on their homeworks and tests and just plain old emails. And it's out of this, um, this kind of collection of statements and phrases that we basically invented a new literary genre, which we call stroke math. Do you want to talk about that, Jocelyn? Um, okay, so sh- we're going to talk about stroke math now, which stroke math is um, something that Tika and I kind of invented, as she said, based off of TAing multiple people who don't know how to do the maths. Uh, but I'll give her full credit for dealing with the whole titling of stroke math. And but to be fair, to be why fair, did I call I, it stroke math? I I take credit for the invention of stroke math in that I'm the one that initially sent her some of the fuckery that was going on in the regression <laughs> class that I TA'd whenever they thought that negative binomial Poisson distributions were all the same. That's just one sentence, everybody. That's one. <laughs> and for everybody who's not a nerd, that's not correct. <laughs> um, um, but why do I call it stroke math? Because whenever you try to read the things that they're saying, it it physically feels like you're having a stroke. And I'm gonna give you multiple examples. How many examples am I about to give you? I'm about to give you seven examples. <laughs> so <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> stroke math. Um, and I just want to say that stroke, like uh, Tika's stroke math, was uh, prefaced with. I'm about to pull straight out of my ass (laughs) to make you smile. And they did. So here we go. Number one. Mm. This data is skewed multinomial to the left. To the left. Parentheses. Beyonce voice. End parentheses. So clearly, we must do a negative normal regression (laughs) on it. So... (laughs) If that doesn't make sense to you, I just fucking quit statistics right now. <laughs> Number two. And this one this one comes in handy if you've ever used like Twitter, if you know what character limits are. Sometimes we all struggle with this. So um here we go. Number two. We need to use linear regression over logistic when there is a character limit on the submission because linear <laughs> is less characters than logistic. The outcome doesn't really matter it doesn't it's, and that's absolutely correct it doesn't matter at all um okay, okay so there, I want to give some background on that one I'm ready um so there has been a certain menace to society who has been associated with me in an academic setting for the past few months and this menace recently got removed from their position but before they got removed <laughs> um, um I went over some of the things they were going to present. At so this person was just kind of walking me through the slides they'd prepared. And at one point on the slides, this she person who has been having a year of um, statistics was like, um, logistic regression is used over linear regression um, to avoid overfitting and to decrease... Um, <laughs> to decrease uh, residual error or something. And I, I had to just, I think you, 
I think you were present for this. Um, I was. But I had to literally. say by what means. No. But I was there. And um, I had to just stop and just hold my face still while I said um, logistic regression is used for a binary outcome. And linear is continuous. Like I just, I had to say this with a straight face to someone who did not somehow know. He was in a massive program for biostatistics. Had been in one for a year. In fact, oh lord, so that was fun. Any others? You don't have to go through all of them if you don't I want do. to. I do, no, okay. I think we should go through all <laughs> okay. of them. Okay, there's only a few left, so and they're <laughs> hilarious. So, number three, mm-hmm. this Poisson is a horizontal exponential curve, <laughs> which is why we need to use the logarithmic distribution to calculate the mean. <laughs> And if you didn't know that, fuck you. <laughs> it doesn't actually say that on the paper. I just added that. So yeah. There. I was I was very uh, polite when I was writing this. <laughs> um, no, she was polite. I'm just adding things. Um, yeah, I think that the, really the technique to these is um, you write one word and then the next word is basically the word that would be least related. To exactly, the previous which word. is what I'm getting. So, mm-hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna listen. That this seems really relevant in the next one. Is mm-hmm. everybody ready? <laughs> Number four out of seven. We need to use the median <laughs> instead of mean when our data is being rude <laughs> because it is already mean. So calculating the mean won't tell us anything new. Median, like when you make steak. <laughs> Medium rare. <laughs> Same concept. I get it. I get it. I, I'm ready to write a book out of these. All right. But for all you listeners who have hung with us the whole time, this next one I'm about to read goes out to who is the person who had the 8 a.m. class and taught us nothing and doesn't know how to do division, but taught Tika and I each other's coffee orders. Here we go. This one's for <laughs> This Cox proportional hazards ratio... <laughs> Tells us how many times more survival the probability of reaching the event is. Higher ratio means the curves are more normally distributed. There is no regression needed at all in this model. So you can just move on with your life. And Thank you for um, um, sharing I that. that. I learned. Okay, two more. Here we go. Number six. Mm-hmm. Everybody brace yourself. Because mm-hmm. this one has to do with being askew <laughs> in some way. There are three types of linear regression. Mm-hmm. One, simple linear regression, where you use one variable to find the new mean after skewing the data <laughs> to the right for some reason. Um, two, multiple linear regression where you skew the outcome and try to find the best way to unskew multiple parentheses enough and parentheses variables until you have the answer that's the whole thing that's and then you're done and then at that point you should have the answer apparently so if you don't fuck you're doing something wrong okay here's the seventh Mm -hmm. one everybody so for those of you who aren't familiar with statistics this one might be a little bit confusing i know everybody who's familiar with statistics have been totally on mm-hmm. board until now but if you're not this one might be so it's because this is a lesser known distribution mm-hmm. so, number seven 
my data was a Y bowl. For everybody, it was a it was a Y bowl. Did you listen? It was this is a Weeble distribution. So if you have that, if you come across that in your statistical practice, you integrate the mean and do a regression on the CDS because duh. And then once you do that, the data's not normal. That's just what happens. The data it's just you just like do some things. And before we end this segment, I just want to do one more in honor of all the hard work and prep Jocelyn put into her thesis. And um, I just want you to know and see proof that I was following along and understanding what you did and really there to help you every step of the way if you needed the support. And so Jocelyn's thesis was on cross-cycle regression, which according to number eight on our list now, um, cross-cycle regression is a way to test temporality because the data crosses over two or more time points, but slowly because of the lag. Of course, like it's a little lag. Yes. Um, but as soon as you remember that, I think it all makes sense, doesn't it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you for... <laughs> a little bit of a yep. um, Things are slow sometimes. Uh, cross-slide regression is slow too. Um, if we'd used a Wable, I don't think we would have had this problem. But absolutely, but yeah, you could just um, what it was integrate the CDF. And then yeah, and once it was normal, we could just um, do the median and uh, check the check the skew of the median, and it would pretty it would give us the Poisson distribution we wanted, right? And that's all. Like, if you listen back to the podcast, all of this makes mm-hmm. sense completely. But I know, like, some of you who aren't familiar with statistics might be lost through everything you were just saying but um if you're familiar with statistics you're totally on board Mm -hmm. right now um um so i just want to tell our listeners that i found the original (gasps) source of stroke math so i just want you all to know that it was i said that it was me and the reason that i said that it was me is because i sent tika some nonsense (laughs) that my actual student had said but the real mvp (laughs) of stroke math is her response to what i said so she, her response to what I said, which was whatever stroke things they actually thought was real things they learned in their class. My response was, I don't even know what the fuck to say to this. And her response was, there should just be a day where you just teach the wrong shit using exact quotes from their own homework. <laughs> and I responded and said, they will feel so smart. And her response is the origin of stroke math. Brace yourself, everybody. Here we go. You look at the PowerPoint and point at an actual Poisson distribution and say, this is a chi-square distribution with lots of zeros. The variance is, like, way larger. So we are going to do a goodness-to-fit test on the mean, then do a negative binomial Poisson logistic regression. Oh, that was... And then and then they'll understand what to do. So... That was just extremely soothing for my soul. I... On to our next segment. Um, so this segment is going to be very quick because it's basically just um, I ask a question, I present a scenario, and I ask a question, and you just have to guess 
what this is. Okay. Okay. So, and you have to let me finish the question. (laughs) Um, So there, I'm going to um, outline two scenarios and you have to tell me where each of the, this is the geography section. So I will outline directions from my apartment to a place and then I will outline directions from my apartment to another place and you have to tell me where each of those places is okay so the first place is and you have to okay yeah so the first place is you the moment you step outside my apartment building you take a left you go straight until you hit um Aiken street and then you take a right and you go straight so it's one line okay. and one turn, right? And you go yep. straight until you arrive at your destination. Can you tell me what fucking this does? Is it? It's fucking Walnut mm-hmm. Street. You're right. Yeah. And then we're done. So now the second um, destination, you step outside my apartment again. You okay. take a right. You okay. take a left and Neville. You cross okay. the street. You yep. wait outside. Um, an apartment building with a giant orange chunk. It's my apartment building. Yes. I miss it. Um, I miss living that close to you. I used to wave at it every time. And when I passed it, I'd be like, hi, Jocelyn. And I'd Snapchat you. You used yeah. to send me Snapchats and be like, I'm outside. Yeah. Like, I know. Um, and then I kept walking because I was just like passing your place. But yeah. Um, anyway, so you cross the street, wait outside the orange house for a bit, collect a human. And then yep. you go straight, you make another right, you walk a little bit, yep. you turn right, you make a left, sorry, and then you turn right, and then you go in between a school and a church, and you walk okay. straight um, until you hit a yellow house, and then you make a left, three trees from the yellow house, and sometimes there will be a squirrel there um, to point you in the right direction, in which case you point... Um, you go the direction the squirrel's nose is pointing. If there's no squirrel there, you simply uh, spin in a circle and until you're dizzy and then you stop and whichever direction you stop in is the direction you walk. And then, is this- and then you follow oh, oh. Um, the bridge down to another U-turn and then you pass um, a little corner that's shady because there are no lights on there when you go through it at night. And then you make a left turn and there is um, a parking lot and a hospital. And then you take another U-turn and um, a loop around a river and cross a street and there's a bagel place. And then you make a left from the bagel place and you are at this location. So this is the um, original directions for us to Walnut Street as compared to the straight line that you had described in the previous directions, but both of those fucking (laughs) directions get you to Walnut Street. Is that correct? Uh, Yes, you are correct. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. (laughs) Do you want want to tell our listeners which set of directions we used the whole time we We were there? We used the second set of directions until we graduated from the university of goddamn pittsburgh and then we decided to get together in august and we realized it was two turns um and also um instead of of over the fucking river and through the woods yeah uh two turns and it wasn't until after this august visit that i ever managed a single trip 
um, to Walnut Street without getting lost. But right. I navigated it uh, slightly intoxicated once with you. Yeah. And yeah. after that, everything became clear. We're good at Yeah, that. I just wanted to kind of um, save that for the record and our fans. Um, our fans. I just thought it was an important part of our relationship and an important um, kind of um, indication of who we are as people. I completely agree. Um, Airing of grievances. Here we go. All right. So, so not that many grievances this episode, but... Which is great, honestly, because there will be more in later episodes. There definitely will be. Um, Especially if she has me on again, which she will, <laughs> because go- y'all are going to hear me fucking complain. <laughs> but due to the current environment, my one and only grievance is mm-hmm. I've been in my apartment by myself for two months straight. I have not left. I have not done anything. They told me I would be going back to work in person as of Monday. Mm-hmm. And they told me literally as of today in the middle of the day that that is being pushed to next week, which isn't even official because they're going to review it again next week to see if that's allowed. <sighs> um, so they're just going to keep pushing it back as yeah. long as they want. So I will continue to sit so here indefinitely. That is awful. And I totally understand your pain same i just want like a set date yeah um definitely and i hate it it's getting on my nerves but um i think this grievance can also be taken as a blessing in disguise it is um no but like (laughs) no 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 but it can be because um it leaves you enough time to do a puzzle if you so wished which i plan now because don't buy a puzzle i'm sending you a puzzle just <laughs> okay i'm so i'm so excited now, um, okay now i'm not i'm not i was gonna buy one now i'm not okay thank you um my grievance is that i've been all my snail mail is being sent on a uh, notebook paper and i love that i though. know but like it's not cute cards or even cute envelopes and i just bought these like wax seals that i wanted to send you the card uh, on did the one you get um end up with a wax seal no I think it fell off or something. Yeah, Sheila's fell off too. Um, Anyways, so um, that's all waiting for me to eventually send you. But for now, we're slowly progressing closer and closer to ripped notebook paper, which is a shared traumatic experience. Um, I'm scared. I'm scared one day I might not remember to take the fringe. Well, I never take the fringe off because I I have perforated pages like a professional. but one day, maybe I might lose my mind and not follow the perforation and just rip it out. And then our friendship would be over forever. I mean. Or maybe it can help cancel out the traumatic memories, you know, by having a loved one send exactly. you exactly something. It's for, it's for your own good. Fuck. I literally, did I tell you that I found it the other day? Like, I found that, like. Anyways. <laughs> Um, yep, that is it for airing of grievances. May our grievances always be this short. We are at the very end of our episode. Which is, I literally have been looking forward to this (laughs) since, like, last week or whatever Uh, this happened. Just, Tika, please just read uh, it. No, no, no. So before I read it, I just wanted to say, um, thank you for coming on this episode. And, because, and, um... I just want to say that Jocelyn, you are my dearest moonlit meadow, the bowl that <laughs> gently cradles the jello that is my heart. 
and you're the (laughs) the little pink umbrella that decorates the glass of my questionable decisions (laughs) oh my god i wish i literally would have recorded that that was my favorite thing you've ever said i mean it is recorded um Tika, you are the light of my life. You are the decoration in my bathroom. You know what that means. <laughs> you are the entertainment in my car. And I love Am I also the footprint on your door? Than life. The, the footprint on your door? Oh, many. Several mm. footprints. Mm. They're still there, I think. I haven't cleaned them because they may be kind of... <laughs> What I want to do, as I will do every episode, is leave you with a little bit of wisdom. Um, it's time for the wisdom. Tell them. And the wisdom this episode comes in the form of a haiku. Because, all right, here it goes. What is the ocean, if not just a big puddle, where there is no grass? <laughs> um, do, you, do you have something to add, Jocelyn? No, go on. Well, just keep that in mind, uh, listeners and loved ones and friends and academic associates.